Hey, I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are your Kraken Captains. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. How happy are we, Doug? I am still riding the high. This team, Doug. This team did it. The talking heads, the beginning of the season, didn't see this coming. I hoped with a passion... And that hope was kindled early in the season with some unbelievable play by Martin Jones and a group of men finding each other and believing and creating chemistry. And man, it paid off. Uh, I would have been so happy with just a competitive improvement in year two. Um, but this team believed and uh, found a way. And in year two... We are in the playoffs and building it the right way. You know, Vegas, of course, creates this effect where they, you think expansion teams are going to go to the Stanley Cup finals in their first season, but that's just not how it works. And uh, I think building the team the way Ron has built it for the long term and getting into the playoffs um, the second year in is a, a huge kudos to everybody uh, in that building on that staff. Uh, but... There are four games left, and so we still need to keep our eyes on the prize. Um, so that's that's me, Doug. What are what are you thinking? It is. It's outstanding. I'm I'm right there with you, riding the hot, riding the high. I'm on the wave. Woo! It's the gravy train to the playoffs. It's pretty exciting. Pretty incredible. That, that loss to Los Angeles on April first was a stinger. It's gonna be I was big. A I think. Worried. I was a little worried that that might be a sign of things to come coming into the final stretch here, and I was totally stressed in the last few games. Mm-hmm. What a pleasant surprise. They won three in a row, clinched the wild card spot. Talk about a celebration. Yeah. We're just, woo! Yeah, building was electric, man. Crazy. I'm ecstatic. The Kraken make the playoffs in their second season, and they're coming in hotter than Dave Hackstall's opening pitch at the Mariners game, and that was a heater. <laughs> All the usual suspects putting points on the board, even a few young bucks stepping up, showing they can contribute to, i.e. Jesper Froden. We got to see some big fights from Will Borgen. Uh-huh. Ryan Donato got into a couple scraps. The big rig threw down. Yep. Tanev even threw some punches. It's been pretty intense on the ice. Yeah, and you're seeing, you know, a lot of positive things, I think. People getting hot, the... Penalty kill and the power play are starting to show some life. So, you know, this team, I think they stay on track. They're peaking at the right time, which could make them very dangerous headed into the playoffs. But before we get crazy into all that, we got to get into the maelstrom. So. The maelstrom, the maelstrom, maelstrom, the maelstrom. Here we go, into the maelstrom. Nice. All right. Well, we gotta we gotta give the people what they want. The three stars of the episode. Well, let's start it off. Here we go. The the we'll start from the bottom. We'll start from the third star this time. Here we go. Third yep. star. Joey Decord gets the crack in three points in two games. One against the Dallas Stars. 
It went to overtime and then a shootout loss to the Nashville Predators. Those three points crucial in securing the wild card. So for those three points, here's three cheers for Decord. Three cheers! Huzzah! Here, here. And I mean, hip, hip. You, you know what kind of pressure there was for him, uh, knowing how important those games were coming up from from the Firebirds. And so for him to p- perform the way that he did, I think he, he definitely deserved the third star. star. I mean, that was just After, a weird situation with a crew being sick and and you're like, no yeah. Jones? Okay. After him winning that close one to the Stars, yeah. when the Predators game went into the shootout, I was just like sweating bullets. I was pulling for him. I wanted to see him win, you know, mm, stay undefeated. shootout in the NHL. It's like, that's got to be just stressful. Yeah, well, and you know what? If we had given him a little more... Um, I don't want to say effort, you know, I don't want to knock their effort, but I mean, we've, we've produced, we can produce more goals than what we did. I think it was a two, one loss. So yeah, it was two if, to one. if we just connected on some of those plays in that game, um, he was playing solid brand of hockey. So he deserved that win as well. But in any case, He's looking uh, good coming up and, and doing what he did, I think was great. So, but uh, yeah, second star, I think. It's a it's a different one, and people may knock it, but I think we got to give it to Dave Hackstall. Um, people have been calling for him to get fired since I don't know the second game of last season. Sports <laughs> um, fans are so serious. Uh, yeah. So I think you know the turnaround that this team has seen is in no large part due to Dave Hackstall and and obviously people buying into a system, but getting people to buy in is your job. And it's clear that, that they've done that. And there's been some huge success. I think you can look at players like, you know, McCann was already a rising star, but Vince Dunn has had a huge turnaround this season. Um, players like that, like Borgen. You uh, name it. I mean, look at, look at Brandon Tanev is having career highs. Yep. Morgan Geeky just scored a goal, giving him a career high season yep. for goals. So that, uh, and and on and on the list goes on. Yeah, I mean that's and that's what head coaches do. They find ways to motivate players, and and uh, we'll talk about the first star. But I I think you know Dave has done a really Hackstall's done a really good job of that. And you know to quote him, every day presents a different opportunity. So go take advantage of that opportunity, and that's. Uh, you know, him talking about clinching in their second season. Um, he heeds his own advice. So, Kraken Captains, salute you, Dave. Salute. Um, and leading into that is our first star. Take it away. The the first star of this episode is Daniel Sprong with his rifle. Ding dong! 20 goals. 23 assists in under 16 minutes average ice time, plus 12 differential. That's amazing. Yep. Five goals and six assists since the start of March. He's been in and out of the roster over the last month, but he just shows up. The dude is a workhorse. He And, man, that shot. He's a sniper. Yep. Hackstall continues to work and motivate him to improve his defensive play, but he produces on the other end, definitely. Yep. Every time he gets the puck on – on the game day roster, 
Every time he gets back on the game day roster, he plays with a hair on fire. He's a difference maker. He'll be dangerous here in the playoffs, and I can't wait to see what he does as the pressure ratchets up. I believe he has a chip on his shoulder, so there isn't any room for pressure from the playoffs to affect him. You see him get knocked into the net the other night against. Oh, that was he commented on that about you know about how he understands like he had a late hit on the guy, but he's like that's not the right time for this sort of thing, and he he didn't like how it went. Yeah, and that so that these two kind of tie together because I think of all the players on the roster, like Hackstall has figured out a way to motivate him the most. It's like he takes him out of the roster. And then he's like, hey, man, you got to improve here and here and here. And then he puts him back in the roster and he's like, I'm going to have three goals and two assists tonight and all this stuff. So um, Daniel Sprong, what a pickup by Ron last season. And yeah, then for him yeah. to, to sign that one-year contract, I mean, he's <sighs> – Vince Dunn is going to get paid this offseason. He's going to get really paid. But Daniel Sprong, I think – will find himself a home here in Seattle on a more long-term basis this offseason because of the way he's played. And to do it all, um, to do it all with the amount of ice time that he's getting, he's he's deadly. So yeah, he's he just, our first he star. Finds, finds that spot. Yeah, of this episode. And and uh, like you said, I can't wait to see what he does in the playoffs. I mean, we're gonna be ultra dangerous because of our ability to score up and down the roster. And he's going to be a big part of that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was noticing they actually, I think the other night I saw him and Eli Tolvanen on the power play together. Yeah. Yep. And so and that was, it was like, it was like you get a shot from one side and it rebounds over to the other side. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. Yeah. So lately Tolvanen has been, it seems like it's either Tolvanen or Berniers will play like both shifts. So Tolvanen has been on one side when McCann's on the other side. And if they want to keep him out, then Sprong comes out and is on the, on McCann's side. Uh, right. And otherwise it's like Matty Berniers is Tolvanen. And then he stays out the whole time. So it's an interesting rotation. And, and I think it's really great, obviously, because all those guys are getting some work. And so the rotation that you can do come playoff time uh, gives you more of an advantage, you know, the way you can set up your power play. And, you know, both the power play and the Everybody penalty kill Everybody gets a little more experience alive. in different parts of the ice, too. Yeah, I think we're back on a streak where we haven't allowed a goal in, uh, on the penalty kill in like 12... 12 penalty kills, so streaking at the right time. Hugely, hugely important. Streaking at the right time. And speaking of streaking, what is it? It's three games in a row, Arizona, Vancouver, Arizona. Speaking of streaking, Speaking of streaking, <laughs> we're going through the quad up to the gymnasium. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about the final stretch. Four yes. games to go. And what do you think? We take the Blackhawks? Yep, Blackhawks. Coyotes are a little bit of a challenge on the third time around. Mm-hmm. And then we got two, two hit Vegas twice. Yeah, so I, I, I ultimately think that we, we take out the Blackhawks and the Coyotes, but the problem is how worn down are we after we play the Coyotes for the third time in like a week and a half, 
And those games have been getting chippy. We blew them out in that first game. We clinched on the second one. There were three or four good scuffles, a huge fight with, you know, Borgen and and uh, Yanni Gord and Tanev all ending up, you know, in the box <laughs> together. So we go into the Coyotes into Arizona on Monday. We got to play against them. I ultimately think we beat them, but how worn down are we when we have to go to Vegas the next night? The next night. And the next night in Vegas. Vegas, you know, we've beaten them, but they give us trouble, you know? Um, so and they don't have as many games left in the season. No, no. Do, they, so have, they have a little more time to rest, I think. Yeah, they have one less game for sure. So we've got a back-to-back, and we got to play him in Vegas. But and then it's Thursday night back home. If if final game of the season in the greenhouse. If we find a way to beat Vegas in Vegas, and those guys get to come home to the environment in Climate Pledge Arena for the last game of the season, going into the playoffs, knowing how electric it was, then I think you see a team that has won seven games in a row going going into the playoffs playoffs like that. Wow. Which will be insane. But, uh, but the thing is ultimately these games are super important for seeding because yeah, we clinch the playoffs, but we're only, we're only four points behind the LA Kings uh, for third place in our division. So, you know, losing to them the other night kind of stings this late in the game because it's a four-point swing. But yeah. we still, we're not going to catch Vegas because they just have too many points. We can get a maximum of 104 points now. But if we beat them two games in a row to end the season, we could we could spoil their chance at the top seed in the Western Conference. And then, you know, we're on fire headed into the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's... So yeah, these games, you know, everybody it, does. It, it it counts for, you know, it's it's it counts for a lot. Yeah, and you can you can you sit and go like, well, if they lose these games and we win these games, but really it's just it's going to play out here in the next week or so. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're going to find know, out. And then... I feel pretty good about how they look from here. You know, just with Who do what's you want to play schedule. first? If, if who do you want to play first round? Okay, so let's let's bo- let's break it down. <laughs> Here's the deal. Are we gonna have Burkowski back by then? Before we get into that, let's let's talk about that first. So apparently, you, do you know? Have you heard anything about Berkey? Yeah, apparently he had a leg fracture, and then he had a setback where the fracture. I guess wasn't healing properly, and that's why it's been so long. Like I never remember Ron Francis was like a couple of weeks, and then it just hasn't been like that. And I think, but I think he's been in the red non-contact jersey. He's been out with the team. You know they're going to be looking at him this week, and then we'll see about the first round. Um, but I think if we get out of the first round, we definitely see him. Then back. we see him. Um. It'll just depend on kind of the language that we start to hear from those guys as we get closer and how what yeah. Ron and, and Dave Haxall kind of say, try to read between the lines about how he looks. 
But it's it's obviously good to see him out in the red non-contact jersey. So, all right. So here's how everything can't sits. wait. Can't wait to see him suit up again. Honestly. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. The only thing that stinks about that is, is feel real good. Once again, then you're talking about ice cold. Sit. Well, you're talking about sitting sitting Donato or Sprong. Yeah, somebody. Somebody or geeky. And then Somebody's we're back in this sit. we're back in this game. <laughs> and putting in some guy who's just yeah, been So, yeah, who's cold but clearly has the skill. I think they'll make sure he's ready. Okay, so here yeah. here's where we sit. In the Western Conference, right now, Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota lead the Central in that order. Then in the Pacific, it's Vegas, Edmonton, LA. We're in the first wild card spot. Winnipeg is seven points away from us at 89 points in the second wild card spot. And Calgary has 89 points as well, but they've played one more game than Winnipeg. And technically, Nashville has not been eliminated. They've also played 78 games, so one less than Calgary, and they have 88 points. So you're asking me, who do we want to face in the first round? <laughs> right now, Calgary. it's. Uh, I would rather Nashville somehow sneak in. Calgary is well, yeah. just that's not going to happen. A weird team. I don't. We're not going to face. <laughs> we're not going to face Calgary honestly, because just... they're. It's highly unlikely that they're going to catch us. So it's going to be like. It's going to be right now. It's Colorado. It's going to be Colorado, Dallas. Because Vegas, yeah, Colorado or Dallas, I think is what we're looking at. First. Colorado, Dallas. If we beat Vegas both times, it could, in a weird, some weird, crazy way, end up being like Vegas or Edmonton. But looking at it, like honestly, it would be nice if it was LA. But of the teams, honestly, I like Colorado. Um, that's who I want to face. I don't want to face Dallas because they manhandle us a little bit. And it might be, maybe we come back and we we take it to them. But after the last two meetings with the Wild and the Kings, I do not want <laughs> to face. Really want to meet them. I don't want to face the Wild either. Of all the teams, no. of all those teams, the Wild is the one team I don't want to face. L.A. We we lost to them the other night, but we were competitive. But we did beat them twice, didn't we? We beat them three times actually. So that was our only loss. But if you think about the Colorado Avalanche, they're missing some pieces right now. Kale McCarr is back out of the roster. Um, I don't think they're the same team as they were last year where they were like this juggernaut kind of felt unbeatable. And it was like yeah. the, immov- the, the, the <coughs> immovable object versus the... Unstoppable force. Unstoppable force in Tampa Bay. The unstoppable and, force versus the immovable object. Yeah. So yeah, and they don't have Gabriel Landeskog. He's been out the whole season, and we beat them twice this season already. We have beat them twice. And so the interest. It would be very interesting to play them in the first round because there would be a lot more pressure on the Avalanche as the defending Stanley Cup champions to beat this like new up-and-coming Kraken team, this ragtag team (laughs) of brutalizers. And so, you know, you steal a game. You steal a game in Colorado, 
and you come home and win both of those games in an electric greenhouse and you're up three to one. And I legitimately think that that is possible. So that would be the team I would want to face. Wow. <laughs> as crazy me, as, as, crazy as that, that sounds. It sounds crazy to me. <laughs> it sounds nutty. <laughs> that's not what I was expecting you to say. Yeah. But it was maybe a little bit what I was expecting you to say because – I know about your history with them. <laughs> it would certainly be a dream come true for me. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I could watch my new favorite team beat my old favorite team, it would be the best thing yeah. ever. <laughs> it would solidify things for me. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't want to play any of them. And then... <laughs> really, once it once it gets into the east, it's it just gets worse and worse. Well, the good news is we don't really have to think about that until the end. And you know, yeah. So, if you do want a a, a momentary sidebar where we don't talk about the Kraken, I'll give you some. I'll give you and Marshawn and everybody else some bullet board material. They may be the best regular season team of all time, but I don't even think they make it to the Stanley Cup final. Okay, what round? Who beats him? What round? Huh? Who beats him? What round? This is interesting. This is interesting. This just got interesting. <laughs> so. Because one of my best friends is like a super hardcore Boston fan, right? He's He likes the Patriots, the Celtics. He likes the Bruins. He likes the Red Sox. That's his whole thing, right? And like he's out there in Massachusetts and he's saying, you know, everybody out there is saying like, they're not going to make it out of the first round, which is, I think kind of like a instinctual muscle thing, <laughs> like spasm to say, like they've got all of these points they're the best team in the regular season. So obviously once they make it to the playoffs, they're going to be out in the first round. Cause that's just how mother nature works. <laughs> right. Right. So, but he doesn't think that's going to happen. He thinks, you know what I mean? He's like, I, there's a really deep team. And he like had a lot to say about, I mean, their, their goalie, Ulmark is just really, really good. And, you know, they've got some other talent. They've got some depth and they've got a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I'll say about that. There are some teams. I don't think anybody's hotter than them, but I do think there are some teams that can slay the dragon. The Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers. Toronto would be a surprise. I think they've got a big chip on their shoulder from last year. You've got that's see that chip on their shoulder goes back further than last year too. See that would be interesting because yeah, well, Toronto goes Toronto back twenty five years. Out of the first round of the playoffs by Boston, like year in year out, like in the last twenty years, if you counted the amount of times that Boston put Toronto out in the first round, you'd be like, holy cow, that's a lot. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's it's happened a lot. Yeah, so I definitely and so for for the, I think right now it's like it's the same thing, right? You're just counting points. You're waiting to see who comes in where and who's going to face who. Yeah, but if they face the Islanders first and manage to get past them, 
then they come in, you know, possibly against what either Toronto or Tampa Bay. So probably. the key, the key here, I think, is I like Carolina because I like their team play, and I think that they are competitive. But They're I like the New York here. Rangers because they have the goalie who can get it done. Yeah. Who can who can change can can raise the tide of all boats, so to speak. Um, Shosturkin, <sighs> yeah, yeah, can change that 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 uh, series. But I think th- two things: the team, whatever team is going to beat them, will want to have played six games at least in in the series before. So that they're warm, and they're not. Yeah. They didn't sweep. They didn't sweep whoever it was, and have like five days off, and then have to like re get the engine going against a Boston team that will just destroy them. And but the, the Devils, the Devils are a pretty deadly looking team too. Yeah, they're plucky. Um, they're, yeah, so it's it's like Devils, Carolina. You know what I mean? All those teams over there. So. The other wild card for me, and it's actually kind of a wild card for the Kraken too, is the goalie. The Boston Bruins have a team that has two excellent goaltenders that they've leaned on both pretty heavily, Swayman and Ulmark. So Ulmark is going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy. Um, and he's damn good. Don't get me wrong. He's he's good. But can he weather like the whole, you know, the whole time? That's it. Does he have does he have does he have that does he have the stamina to go 7 games night in night out? Yep. Yeah, 7 games series in series <coughs> out. Which and, you know. You know, I'm not saying he does four times in a row, but I'm just saying me he very well could, but yeah. as a as a young buck, well, it's that's not. A tall order. It, it it it's just a little bit different because he, they've been able to lean so much on Swayman, and maybe maybe that's their plan. Like, hey, he's fresh. Maybe they do that in the playoffs, for the playoffs too, yeah. because we didn't have to start him for fifty games during the season. Yeah. Um. So it could go either way, but it's an just an interesting thing for for me to think about when. You look at New York and you're like, well, Shesterkin's the guy. <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah, carried the uh, carried the load, and yeah. when it's not going to be any different when you get into the playoffs, you know what I mean? So, right. I think it it's going to be the New York Rangers that beat them. Dang, that's a prediction right there. I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed it. I don't know. I, I don't also know think that it's the New York Rangers that uh, that beat them in the in the Eastern Conference Final. So Boston's certainly too good to go out in the first round, um, but they don't make it out of the Eastern Conference Final. It's New York Rangers against whoever in the Western Conference. <coughs> <coughs> Is that a big one? Oh my gosh! I so don't know. I there you go. Make any predictions like that? Yeah, but you're like a big <laughs> fan of the Rangers, so 
I am. I uh, want to see them go all the way. That'd be amazing. I don't think yeah. they're gonna. I think they're gonna flop early. Ooh boy. Well, I've I think see, get... I've been watching too many Rangers games all season. They're like, they're coming in. They're coming in strong, but they've got some weak points. Yeah, yeah, and that's the funny thing is like Boston looks like Boston looks like the, the three hundred Spartans, about, like, dude. That stamina, you know. Yep, Boston. Confidence and stamina. Yep, for sure. It's going to be fun. <clears throat> but we oh, got we, we got way off track. <laughs> way yeah. off crack and track on that just, one. Just on the playoffs. Yeah, but that was fun. I think the Devils are going to, I don't know, the Hurricanes, the Devils, Toronto, they're all, they're all going down. How about that? They're all going down. They're hey, all man. Going down. I wouldn't be that. I wouldn't be that disappointed if Boston made it all the way and, and did their thing. I mean, it's a it's a season for everybody to remember. They've they've done something with their goaltenders and their play that's never been done before. I just uh, I don't know. I just got this feeling. No, they're 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 devastating. And if they go all the way, then good for them. If they go all the but, way, then it'll be the perfect antithesis for the Kraken. To uh, to play them in the Stanley Cup final since we're the only ones yeah. that beat them at home or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then we beat them four out of seven. No, uh, we're the only ones that blanked them at home. Sorry, I'm sure they've been beat at home. Oh, that was my prediction that we beat them four out of seven in the final. Well, before to go all we the way. get all the way, out of here, baby. I think we should let the fans know what it was like in Climate Pledge Arena last night when we clinched the playoffs. I didn't go to bed last night till like 1.30 in the morning, and that was basically just because I forced myself to go to bed because <laughs> it was <laughs> amazing. Uh, just it was, a rager, huh? It was a, yeah, it was a really tight game in the first period. You know, nobody wanted to give up any big plays, but McCann sneaks one in. 23 seconds right left the in the period. Yeah. And I think from yeah. there, like you could just feel that it was the, the air had gone out of that team at that point. It was pretty devastating. And, you know, a team that scores at the end of the period, they carry all the momentum into the second period. And then from there, it pretty quickly was two to nothing and then three to nothing. And then the, for me, the last thing was like hoping that we'd get the shutout, which didn't end up happening, but it was, it was insane in that building the whole time, you know, the players handed it really well, but, but you know, usually Bowie like bangs the drum and people like slowly get into the cheer, but everyone was like, they bang the drum and immediately they'd be like, oh, let's go. Crackin! And like, like can't wait to hear lithium a million times. And uh, just the buzz of everything in that building um, was amazing, and and the way that those guys played, and then the the fights, and people like you know normally everyone like stays seated and tries not to, but people are standing up all over the place. Everything's happening, you know. The only thing that disappointed me was people leaving, and I think it was you know because. It was pretty much over in the second period. There was a 
like a five minute stretch in in the third period where it was three to one, I think, and then it was like, oh boy, it's getting tight, and and the Coyotes got a power play, and you were like, boy, if they score here, yeah. it's three to two. If they score here, they lose. <gasps> yeah. Um, I could turn this around real quick. But, uh, you know, we ended up scoring a goal. And and then, yeah, people just started to leave. And I was like, what are you doing? It's crazy. <laughs> like, do you want to be part of history? <laughs> like, we're about to clinch, yeah. clinch the playoffs. And, you know, Bowie comes out at the end of the game and, like, rips his overshirt off. And he's got, like, Seattle Kraken clinched. <laughs> like, 2023 <laughs> playoffs. And, uh... Nice. Yeah, it was just, that's the reason that I bought season tickets. Being a part of a group of people getting in on the ground floor of a team from the very start. It's an unforgettable experience for me. Um, And so being there on that day and and being able to say, hey, we were there for the very first game that they ever played in the greenhouse there for the very first time they ever clinched, you know, a playoff berth. It just, just amazing, amazing stuff. And to do it in two years and just to watch, you know, how galvanized the team is and and how they're building the team and, and looking at the, you know, the, the firebirds and that new stadium down in Coachella and all those players, all those prospects, the team can rely yeah. on for the next, you know, some 10 serious years. Depth, for sure. Like Froden, for example, you know, the leading point getter on that team that they just pull up. And honestly, I didn't like follow them that much, but he's been, you know, a great sub, you know, for the team since burakovsky has been out when he's, you know, yeah, that one assist in. he had to Yanni Gord to light it up the first goal in that game. Yeah. That was the first goal against the Coyotes, right? Oh my God. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. So like I said, I was a little disappointed that people leaving and I understand, you know, people have kids and blah, blah, blah and whatever. But I was like, no, no, man, you gotta stay for this. I don't know. You're You're missing out. So I know it's not going to happen in the playoffs, but it's like, man, how could you not stay and be part of that electric environment? Just incredible. So Get, get If you haven't been, get yourself to a game. Maybe not, you know, the playoffs, because I just checked. The single-game tickets are expensive. <laughs> They're a little pricey. But super proud of this team, and, and what a fun season. Definitely going to definitely gonna miss hockey during the summer, but I guess, you know. Oh, Martin Jones had a baby. Jordan mm. Eberle had a baby. Yep. And Oliver Bjorkstan just also became a dad. That's true. He did miss the game in Vancouver. That was an interesting one where you you didn't know what was going on, and then it was like Bjorkstrand's yeah. not out for practice. And then I was worried. Got to go back to Seattle to have a baby. So congratulations to him. That's exciting. Congratulations. More more dad strength going into the playoffs. Yeah. Now I, see that's why I think we're gonna do it. Totally. Us versus Boston. <laughs> David versus Goliath. Yeah. I don't think you yeah. can write a better script. Just saying, NHL. No, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to watch the Disney movie of this. <laughs> oh. Dude. Yeah, Disney Kraken movie. Can you imagine? Mm. Yeah. Nice. Mighty Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Mighty Kraken. 
Yeah. Jeez. Well, we're going to have to, we'll get another one out pretty quick because we're going to have to do a season wrap up and do our, our three stars of the season, which is coming right around the corner. Season finale. And then we go into the postseason finale. Guns blazing. (laughs) Guns blazing. Guns a blazing. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Well, We'll uh we won't be on the golf course like we were last season where we're like, Yeah, no more episodes, season's over. No, nope, no. Nope. We got a we got a few more to go. We got we got more to do. We got, we got some overtime overtime work to do. For all of you beautiful folks out there. Take it away, Doug. Here we go. Kraken Captain's podcast is the original Kraken podcast, and JB and I wanna thank you, Kraken fans, for listening. Thank you. We're hockey lovers, doing it for the love but also doing it for you. So let's Let's go go cracking. We would love to hear from you. And so tweet us at Kraken Captains. Uh, But, you know, keep your head up because another episode is definitely coming real Real soon. soon. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows. The whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.